When I say mind my own business, I mean to build and keep your asset column strong. Once a dollar goes into that column, don't let it come out. Think of it this way. Once a dollar goes into your asset column, it becomes your employee. So y'all remember maybe the first or second um, episode of this series, I said you want your money to be working for you. The rich don't work for money. The rich allow their money to work for them. The best thing about money is that it works 24 hours a day and it can work for generations. Something that we can't do. One, we have a life expectancy, like we're going to die. We are not all going to be here. Another thing, we cannot work 24 hours a day. But guess what? Your dollars can. So you want to put your dollars in a position where they can work for you 24 hours in a day. Get your water and keep some wine. I should have had some wine. With exposure, execution, and consistency, there is nothing you can't do. Just keep planting. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to my YouTube channel. Welcome back to the podcast. I am Kiani, the Responsible Homegirl. And this is a space that I have created to help young adults become financially responsible and wealth conscious. If you are new here, welcome, welcome. We are on the last and final series of a four-part series that I entitled Developing a Rich Mindset, which is based off of the first three chapters of the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I will be continuing this series inside of my exclusive community, my Patreon community. So if you have been rocking with me week after week and you've been enjoying this, Join the Patreon. It's a community of young individuals, like-minded, who are just on this personal finance journey together. I share money affirmations daily. We have a book club. We meet bi-weekly. And I'm just there to hold them accountable and cheer them on. Well, really, it's not just a me thing. It's a us thing. It's a family thing. So consider joining the Patreon and getting connected with people who are on the journey with you because y'all already know when you start anything new it is very easy to fall back into the same habits and to not do what you say you was gonna do but we're gonna be there to hold you accountable so like i said earlier this is the last and final part of this series and it is based off of chapter three in rich dad poor dad called mind your own business one of my favorite chapters probably after um don't work for money work to learn which I'll be discussing inside of the Patreon later on. But this chapter is really, really good because it kind of hones in on what we were talking about last week, the importance of knowing the difference between an asset and a liability. And in this chapter, we take it a step further so we can know what business are you in and how to mind your own business, okay? So in this chapter, Robert opens up with Ray Kroc, who is the founder of McDonald's, and he did like a speech at some commencement graduation whatever and he was basically asking people like do you know what business i'm in so everybody's laughing at him like of course we know what business you're in like you're the founder of mcdonald's like hamburgers fries chicken nuggets happy meals big mac like come on so he's like eh, actually i'm not i'm in the real estate business so now it's like mm, okay you sell hamburgers fries chicken nuggets happy meals big macs all of that stuff but that's not really your business. Your money play is actually real estate. So I love this chapter because it gets us into understanding the importance of minding our own business. Something like a little popular trend or probably saying right now is, saying, is going around is saying, keep the main thing the main thing. And I feel like this chapter is a great representation of keep the main thing the main thing, mind your own business. So now let's get into my very first highlight. The rich focus on their asset column while everyone else focuses on their income column. 
So if you listen to the last podcast episode, you know that I said a lot of people think that, you know, making more money is going to solve their problems and, you know, they just want to get more, get more, get more. But it's just like, that's not really the way it's supposed to go. Like, yes, more money can help you, but if you don't know how to manage what you already have, that means nothing. What you really should be focusing on is getting your income to create more income for you. So basically getting your income to create more assets. So now going or to create assets, period, which is something that a lot of people don't do. They take their money and they invest it in liabilities and they just never in this cycle of working hard to pay for the stuff, working hard to pay for the stuff instead of working hard, earning income, buying more income and using that income to pay for the stuff that they want. It's two totally different things. So I just want you to think about that and meditate on that. So now next highlight. Financial struggle is often directly the result of people working all of their lives for someone else. Many people will simply have nothing at the end of their working days to show for their efforts. Ouch, that hurts. That hurts so bad because a lot of people don't know to mind their business. Because you can have a whole nine to five and still mind your business. And we're going to get into it. To become financially secure, a person needs to mind their own business. Your business revolves around your asset column, not your income column. So I kind of want you to picture this in your mind and maybe I could put something on the side if you're watching on YouTube. You have like four different boxes, right? So you have your income statement, which shows what you have coming in versus what you have leaving out, like a basic budget. Then you have your balance sheet that shows your assets versus your liabilities. So your assets, things that you own, things that bring money into your pocket, versus your liabilities, things that you owe, like things that take money out of your pocket, your debt, and all of this stuff that just consistently takes from you, right? So what he is saying is the people who are rich, they focus on that asset column, that column that they own things, the column that brings money into their pocket, not the column that is consistently taking money out of your pocket, aka liabilities. So next, Start minding your own business. Keep your daytime job, but start buying real assets, not liabilities or personal effects that have no real value once you get them. Keep your expenses low, reduce your liabilities, and diligently build a base of solid assets. For young people who have not left home yet, me, shout out to your girl, thank you, mom. <laughs> For young people who have not left home yet, it is important for parents to teach them the difference between an asset and a liability. If your parent hasn't taught you that, look at the responsible home girl. I'm helping you out, sis. Get them to start building a solid asset column before they leave home, get married, buy a house, have kids, and get stuck in a risky financial position. Clinging to a job and buying everything on credit. Y'all do know just because people out here looking rich, that don't mean they're rich, right? People have thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in credit card debt, and they're working very hard to just make enough to, you know, pay that minimum interest. Or not minimum interest, pay that minimum, what's the name? The minimum balance so they don't get a late fee. But no, we don't want that. We want to rewire our thinking. We're not going to fall into the hype. We're not going to fall into the rat race of looking rich but not being rich. Can I get a both, please? And you can be both. But being both, it takes time. You can't do one thing. And I don't, I don't, I, I hate to like 
do like these things so black and white, like you can't do this, you can't do that, because it's not really about that. It's really about that balance and just sacrificing for a season, pouring into one season, sowing seeds in one season, and then reaping that harvest later on. So I hope that makes sense and I hope it's helpful. Real assets fall into the following categories. So this is where he's given us some examples of what assets you can invest in no matter how much money you make and you can legit start like yesterday. So some examples, he says businesses that do not require my presence, I own them, but they are not managed or run by other people. No, but they are managed or run by other people. If I have to work there, it's not a business, it becomes my job. When I read that again, I was like, oh, he is coming for me because I would say all day, like the responsible home is my business, my business, but it's not really my business. It's like a job. Like I'm self-employed because I run the responsible home girl. I operate the responsible home girl. Yes, I have help, but it's different. It's different than you just being an overseer or just owning the business, right? Next, stocks, bonds, income generating real estate. So like I think I shared on the last episode, like one of my major goals is to own a multifamily property. Why? Because that is going to be income generating real estate for me. Not only am I going to get income for that, but the income is going to take care of my mortgage. And if I'm blessed enough, I'll have extra income from that. Next, notes like IOUs, royalties from intellectual property, such as music, scripts, patents, anything else that has value, produces income or appreciates and has a ready market. Those are all examples of assets, things that you can invest your money into right, right, right now. So now on to my next highlight. He says, for years, even while I was with the Marine Corps and at Xerox, I did what my rich dad recommended. I kept my day job. So even him, he had a full-time job, which is nothing wrong with that. I kept my day job, but I still minded my own business. I was active in my asset column, trading real estate and small stocks. Rich Dad always stressed the importance of financial literacy. Remember y'all, financial literacy, that's just knowing how to manage your money, how to use your money as a tool, knowing the difference between assets and liabilities. The better I was at understanding the accounting and cash management, the better I would be at analyzing investments and eventually starting and building my own company. So what he means when he's talking about accounting and cash management, so basically like a balance sheet, your assets versus your liabilities, what you own versus what you owe, and then cash management, your income versus your expenses. What are you bringing in? Like what are you making versus what do you have leaving out on a monthly basis? When I say mind my own business, I mean to build and keep your asset column strong. Once a dollar goes into that column, don't let it come out. Think of it this way. Once a dollar goes into your asset column, it becomes your employee. So y'all remember maybe the first or second um, episode of this series, I said, you want your money to be working for you. The rich don't work for money. The rich allow their money to work for them. The best thing about money is that it works 24 hours a day and it can work for generations. Something that we can't do. One, we have a life expectancy, like we're going to die. We are not all going to be here. Another thing, we cannot work 24 hours a day, but guess what? Your dollars can. So you want to put your dollars in a position where they can work for you 24 hours in a day. Keep your day job, be a great hardworking employee, but keep building that asset column. As your cash flow grows, meaning as you get more money, whether that's from your job, as you get more money from your, your asset column, 
you can indulge in some luxuries. So remember I was saying earlier, like it's a time and place for everything. I'm not saying you can't get that foreign car. I'm not saying that you can't get that bag you want. I'm not saying that you can't do the things that you want, but it's a timing to everything. You sow your seeds and you reap your harvest later. So as your cash flow grows, you can indulge in some luxuries. An important distinction is that rich people buy luxuries last. I'm gonna read that again. An important distinction is that rich people buy luxuries last while the poor and middle class tend to buy luxuries first. <laughs> y'all cannot tell me that that's not the truth because we all can think of people. We all can think of examples. We can all probably think of our personal lives where we have done that before. Buying things that are above our means, buying things that we realize cannot afford Falling victim to instant gratification. Key, what do you mean by instant gratification? Instant gratification is saying, oh, I want that thing now and I'm going to get it now. Instead of playing the long game saying, mm, I want that now, but it can wait. I don't have to get it right now. So don't fall victim to instant gratification. Be like the rich people and buy your luxuries last. Get your assets to actually pay for your luxuries. So he continues. They look rich, but in reality, they just get deeper and deeper in credit card debt. The old money people, the long-term rich, build their asset column first. Then the income generated from the asset column buys their luxuries. So kind of like basically what I was explaining this whole entire time. You get your assets to pay for the things that you want, but in order for that to even happen, you have to first invest in assets. So... Um, this was a very good chapter called mind your business because you want to mind the business. Ooh, thank you, God. Mind the business that pays you by you investing in your asset column. That's exactly what you're doing. Minding the business that pays you. Ooh, I think that might actually be the name of this podcast episode because that's good. And I want us to get that through our mind. Like it is a flow of how we get paid. If I work a job and I get my income of course, I'm going to go through the lifestyle budgeting activity. I'm going to get my income. I'm going to figure out what it is that I'm tithing. Me, I tithe consistently. So if that's not something that you do and you want to do, do it. Immediately right after that, I am paying myself something. I don't say I'm going to pay my bills and then save later. No, save. After you save your expenses, after your expenses, that invest column. What are you investing in? What assets are you investing in? Whether that's for retirement, your Roth RA, a brokerage account, um, real estate. You could be saving for a down payment on a home, an investment property. Anything. Like, I need y'all to put your brains to work. That goes back to that first episode or maybe the second episode, one of them. Put your brains to work. Don't shut your brain down and say, I can't afford this. I can't do this. I don't know how to do this. No, challenge yourself with questions. How can I do this? How can I make it happen? How can I afford this? And the more you challenge yourself, the more you ask yourself those questions, your brain, your brain is working and now you're looking for opportunities. You're putting your imagination to work. So I really hope y'all enjoyed this podcast series just as much as I did developing your rich mindset. I hope that it really set the tone for you and help you build that financial foundation that you need. If you loved it, I promise you, you will love the rest that I will be putting exclusively in my Patreon community. But before we end, I just want to do a quick recap of everything that we discussed for the past four weeks. So starting off with the introduction, 
it is very important that we control our um it is very important that we control our thoughts the words that come out of our mouth like saying stuff that just is not true like you're broke even if your bank account says otherwise like no don't let those words come out of your mouth because everything that you speak is basically a manifestation of what you believe what you think on what you speak what you ponder on so no we want to be very 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 mindful of that remember he had a rich dad and a poor dad and the poor dad was not poor because he lacked money it was this mindset here which leads back to the whole purpose of this series of developing that rich mindset okay number two or week two rather we discuss how the rich don't work for money the rich allows their money to work for them and i really love that chapter because they talked about the difference between like letting your emotions or using your emotions to guide your way of thinking and you know a lot of people they depend on fear and greed and they allow those two emotions to make them or help them make money decisions when it's like eh, no money should not be your master you should not be a slave to money so when you get that out of your mind that oh i'm just working 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 for money then you'll be in a much better place remember the dudes they went from 10 cent I mean, or not being happy making 10 cent to not making nothing. They turned down the money from Rich Dad because Rich Dad put them in a position to understand if you're not always looking for money, the opportunities will find you. Money does not produce more money. It's not about the money. Intelligence produces money. So once you learn that financial education is your power and not the money itself, you will be well on your way to riches. Now on week three, we discussed knowing the difference between an asset and a liability and what keeps the rich rich and the poor poor. The rich, they continue to use their income to invest more into assets. And these assets bring them more income and they grow over time. Versus the poor, they continue to struggle because they use their income and they invest in liabilities. And they continue to work, 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 and pay, pay, pay for stuff, stuff, stuff. So you want to make sure that you hone in and know the difference between an asset and a liability. And just for a quick kind of recap, assets, things of value that bring money into your pockets, liabilities, things that bring money out of your pocket. And then last but not least, of course, today we talked about examples of assets, examples of liabilities and ways that you can start getting invested and just keep your cash flowing in a way that is going to be beneficial to you so that's all i got for y'all this four-part series was so good i'm excited to complete it inside of the patreon so please make sure that you click the link down below in my description box and join the patreon come become a part of this community and I would just say turn your whole financial education up a whole nother level because we have learned in this book and I'm going to say once again that applied knowledge is power and people think that money is power and money is a form of power. But like they said, financial education is really the weapon because intelligence is what creates the money. So that's all I got for y'all today. Thank you so much for rocking with me for this past four weeks. It was amazing. Um, I want to hear from you. Put in the comments below what stood out to you. What was your favorite week? What was your favorite thing from this four-part series? Was it like one, just knowing the power that we have to speak and control our mindsets? Was it 
to understanding the difference between assets and liabilities, knowing that the rich don't work for money, or was it actually knowing how to invest and how to keep your money flowing in a way that's really gonna set you up and set you apart. So let me know in the comments, what stood out to you, what resonated with you. I really wanna hear back from you. And like I always tell you, with exposure, execution, and consistency, there is absolutely nothing you can't do. So I'll see y'all next time. Thank you so much for rocking with me. Bye.